Pogo City Radio. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Pogo City Radio. I'm your host, Andrew Bedlam. I got $4. Sean and Renee wasted here with me. Let's get started with One Sided. That is off the new Pogo City release. Take the streets, the parasitics, and one-sided. How the fuck you guys doing? I am Andrew Bedlam, hardworking American. Yes, hardworking American. <laughs> Very out of breath right now. We I just sprinted downstairs that. and got back up with what? What was there, like Would 15 you, seconds left in that song? Look at you. Look at you. I didn't get to take it's the only, dab, though. It was it's only, the dabs. It's only the 17th time you've gone up and down the stairs in the last so 10 minutes, too. We so. were ready to go, like, two hours ago, but we had to go get some party supplies and... Things got Things delayed. should so happen. What, what is this Pogo City Radio that we're doing? I've never been part of this show. It's been, it's been. I don't, you know, I've heard of it. Sean's like, people, people talk Sean's about like, it. I could come over at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get started then? <laughs> yes, but it is good to finally have Renee and Sean here. Now that I've been, you know, back to working mm-hmm. like a. A real regular job, even like a though sucker. I just fucking hardworking American, hard American like boy. I show up at like 10 a.m. But um, it's like I've been like when I'm not working, I've been doing it at like you know like 11 on a Tuesday. Yeah, I know. I'm like, um, and Renee's like, oh, I'm not up yet. Wow. Like, wow. Renee, Renee's like, I'll be here at two. She lives 90 minutes from us, and she'll be telling you this at like one, and she'll be like, I just got to go to the post office and do my hair and take a shower. I'll be there at two. It'd be like you would need to leave a half hour ago. To of all those there. things that you just listed, <laughs> what actually sounds realistic? Looking at my hair. <laughs> How long do you 
think I actually spent. Renee, did you get to the post office? I don't ever. Uh, well, actually, I do go to the post office, um, but not today. Speaking of the post office, I'm happy. I've seen plenty of stories. I love seeing these stories with the record. People saying it looks great, sounds great, it's fucking great. I don't know. I'm going to talk to the parasitics. Nothing official. I want to see if maybe we could do a release show. I'm also, I was waiting for the record to get situated, but now the primary goals are spiky tops, but doing a show for Justin also, yes. a memorial show. So I've been talking to a uh, couple people because I, I want it to be free across the board. I don't want to have to spend money on a venue. We're not going to pay the bands. We're not accepting donations. It's a memorial show to Justin. Like, you know, that's, that's what yeah. it is. And, um, you know, he's been dead for a while. It's not like we need to raise money, but this is just kind of like a, a funeral, if you will. And uh, so trying to... It's looking like I was talking to Rob from Scranton, so maybe we'll be somewhere over there. Nothing confirmed yet, but definitely looking forward to get to that. And also looking forward, I know you guys have heard me talking about it, but we got to jam Minus Joe as the Spiky Tops for a little bit. Yes. And, uh, a little bit. I am super people, people that listen to the show, a couple, they've been messaging me and they're excited and we send them little videos, but I, what really made me like, be like, oh yeah, that like two weeks ago when we were going through the songs and I was like, we can do the drinking song, going down to the bar, and ever since then, I've been working and playing and getting my tones, I'm getting ready to do the overdubs, I'm like, I'm gonna play this track this way, and that track that way, and I mean, dude, this one sound I got coming out of my guitar is fucking insane, and it's perfect for the Irish sounding thing, yes. it really does sound like yeah. a flute, Yeah. Like, and I'm gonna play over and we, top we, we know, of that. We know how much experience you have playing <laughs> the flute, the skin <laughs> flute, the skin <laughs> flute so now, you know if you guys are listening to the audio podcast being that there's three of us we finally got this great idea of like if we got it's hard but if we got further away from the camera we'd fit in the shot better but this means i can't reach most of the buttons so like no no sampler at the moment and uh yeah we were we'll probably the, uh, be on muting We'll probably be unmuting shit the wrong way. Sean's already pressing the wrong buttons. They got him I doing some of it. I pressed the wrong button once. Just once. Just once. That's what she said. That's what I was thinking. I was going there with it. You're going there. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm here, I'm here for all these sexual innuendo now, jokes. Uh, we got, we got some things to talk about. Got some things going on this week. But I was trying to take a dab. I actually didn't mean to hit record when I hit record. Yes. And went live. Yes. I meant to hit record on the audio recording, which I let run for like five minutes. You know, and I was yes. going to take a dab and you were gonna exhale, do your thing and, and I didn't get to do breathe. any of that. And I thought I was going to do it during the first song, and then the lighter was out of butane. So I had to go running a butane. So we're going to play another song, and then we'll... we'll, we'll, we'll if, you think, if you think it's easy being a hard-working American... <laughs> yeah. You're wrong. Hard You're wrong. wrong. You are wrong. American. Andrew is... He's exhausted. Oh, he's... Yeah. Uh, He's been putting things in dumpsters and wrenching his back. And oh, my back has been fucking up my neck. Ooh. He's uh, he's Pins. all messed. He's all messed hey, it, up. It didn't it didn't uh, slow us down for practice. Oh wait. <laughs> oh wait. All right. So I mean, we are going to see the Descendants. I am pumped. So I had heard about it a couple times. I didn't even realize the Circle Jerks were playing. Completely forgot about the show. And then people started messaging me this week asking if I was going. Now it's at the Sherman, the big room, which means like you know it holds a few thousand people. So it's like, I wasn't sure if it would sell out. Like, I seen Agnostic Front and fucking Dropkick there, and it was 
packed. Well, yeah. So it was like, these bands will draw like that. Maybe it'll sell out. It's a Tuesday, but we were going to order tickets. And Renee got me some tickets for Father's Day, so that was cool. That yeah. was cool. Sean, you're not going, huh? I don't have the money to go on a, too on bad. a Tuesday night. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I will be playing. I gotta be saving more. money for other other things now. Other adventures. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we'll 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 talk more. But why don't we get to the Descendants while I take a dab? And the the thing is, I'm trying to decide what track I want to play because I really we're probably gonna play two because I want to hear Bike Age, and like it's slow, but I love that song. So we're gonna play Bike Age and then maybe Pervert. Yes. First and second album. Yeah. All right, we're going to start out with the slow one. I love this fucking song. Here's The Descendants, Bike Age. We'll be at the show on Tuesday in Strasbourg. See you there. Second album.
right, the Descendants okay. right there. Like I said, they're on tour. Well, I was going to say with the Stroudsburg, with the Circle Jerks. Wow. So Keith wow. and uh, Keith and uh, what's the uh, what's the, the other gang. Greg? Isn't it the other? Uh, isn't there two Gregs in Bad Religion? Who's the other guy that's in? Um, uh, Brett Gerwitz and. But Bad Religion. Bad Religion. Has, Are you talking about Bad Religion? Yeah, but he's in the Circle Jerks and Bad Religion. The the oh. guitar player. Uh, Greg uh, like, Gaffin is that not no, the singer. Brad, the, yeah, the, I don't. I don't the, know. The, isn't there the two guys named Greg? Bad Religion I feel like. has. Uh, two guitar players. The one is Brad Brett Gerwitz, but I don't know if he's in the Circle Jerks or not. I, I maybe I forget. One of the we can fucking look it up, but I'm yeah, I'm certain. And that was kind of how uh, I've been looking, listening to uh, Greg Graffin's book. And I I, I don't want to re-say too much of what I said last time, but I'm real interested in it because like he's so I feel like the way I look at things more now as an adult, I try and be like more analytical and like think more and like he was growing up in the 80s when it's going all crazy and all violent and you know his his mother's the dean of UCLA his father's a professor and like in between like as they're going out on tour he's coming home and then going on archaeologist expeditions and like digging up bones and then like when he's a kid he's surrounded by drugs never does them but is like literally shooting his friends up with heroin to help them and like not doing drugs and like it's just such a unique story and it's like there's so many punk rockers that are like oh fuck this I'm nihilistic and this dude is like music is a huge part of my life but you know so is you know um, and it's just not really does they have a PhD right? yeah, yeah. he got it while they were like like it was like while their third album was coming out or something. So Victoria from Showcase he got Showdown. his masters during the second. And, yeah, and the nineties, in the nineties, she was on. She would tour. You know, we'd play with them in the summer. We don't have. To she would, we're gonna cue them she'd, up. Gone. She'd be in med school. She, she's a, a that, medical I know, you doctor. You told me that a couple weeks. She's That's a pediatrician. Okay. She's it's a like, pediatrician. And such like a serious, it's not like she was going for communication. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Like, she, how do you get yeah. a PhD while you're on the road? Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. yeah she's, she's, she's pretty smart. Don't, don't tell her I said there, that. There are a lot of, I mean, there are a couple names come to mind when I think of, like, punk rock and, like, also being accomplished at something else, like, uh, since we're talking about so, in the theme so, of the so, wild card in the scene in the theme of uh, SoCal punk rock, the Descendants and Bad Religion and shit like that. Uh, Dexter Holland from the Offspring comes to mind as well. He has a PhD in molecular yes. biology. Yeah, it's weird stuff. Uh, like so, that. like, like I mean, it, there are there are. I, I'll use the for the term punk rockers lightly, or because a lot of people don't consider like the Offspring to be like underground or shit like that anymore, but... No, but I mean, they're, they're, they're definitely... But, but they, even if they were sellouts, they're right. punk. Especially right. in the beginning. Right. But what was, was that the end of your... That point? was the end of my oh, rant. Okay. That's yeah, it. Yeah, it was, it was funny, too. Uh, why don't you real quick talk about how you... But it must have felt nice being like Victoria and then when you guys accidentally like resurrected their band on Facebook by oh. accident well, it, it, that, it was, that was Tim 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 we all yelled at him because our phones went ballistic for the listeners that don't know what? so we, so blank 77 they so the showcase showdown well not that not them it was either Tom and Victoria on their Instagram page members of showcase posted a picture of Tom, Victoria, and Steve, the the drummer, who we call Richie Cunningham, in like working on something, like a current picture, and 
So Tim took it and ran with it. They haven't played in years. They haven't played in years. Albert's never going to do a reunion. Singer. They're never going to reunion. Never. It's never, ever, ever going to happen. But that picture. So Steve happened to be in town. And Tom and Victoria have a little practice space in their basement in their house. And they were jamming for fun. And Tom said, this will be funny. And he had, uh, I I think, I want to say it was uh, his son take the picture, because they were like, well, Albert's not in it because he's taking the picture. It was like, no. That's what the comments yes, were saying. Yes, yes. Because plenty of, plenty of comments, what's his name, Alvin the singer? Albert. 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 Plenty of comments were like, but where's Albert? Right, and where's like, Albert? Well, who, 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 who took the, the picture? Yeah, who like, took the picture? Oh my God, I'm so happy they're back together. I was just thinking about that. Yeah, oh, it's like, no. This is real. There was so many comments, and it was like, and then the, the gossip, it's like, oh yeah, Showcase is back. And it's like, no guys, no. It was so fucking, fucking Tim it posted. And then you see it on Blanks' page, and it's almost like, he oh. He posted on yeah, our page. They're promoting And shares it, and he's like, well, I'm trying to get them to do it. I'm like, well, Albert's never gonna do it. And then that's and like then, what I used to do with the stabs. So though. we all yeah, we all have access to the blanks page on, on Facebook. Obviously. So when we when we post something like that or any post, we all get notifications on all, all the comments the leg, yeah. and the messages and the likes and all of that. And our phones that night, and he did it like later at night, and Chad works early in the morning. He grumpy too. So <laughs> so he he gets up. It's funny. He gets up, goes to work, sees all the notifications on his phone, and texts from Thora, his wife, going, "You didn't tell me that the showcase showdown is getting back together." And even like, his what? wife. He's even like, wife. "What are you talking about?" No, 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 <laughs> it was like four in the morning. Chad's at work and he's getting yelled at for not sharing information. And he's like, "What information?" And he goes, and th- then we get like a group text go, and 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 we have one obviously. And he goes, he goes, "Fuck you, Tim." Fuck you, Tim. Like, okay. instead of fuck you, Norway. Fuck you, Tim. <laughs> and, we're, and I'm like, yeah, thanks, Tim. I got 900 notifications on my phone. Speaking of fuck you, Norway, it reminds me. So the uh, well, I was listening on the news, and the, the, the smoke might be coming back this week from Canada, Seriously? they're saying. Seriously? They're saying it's already blown into the west, and they're saying the way the winds are going, it's going to blow back over here. Okay, because that but was fun. I was dying because uh, you were singing it the day after. I'm in Wawa, and the headlines read, blame Canada. <laughs> and I <laughs> fucking dying because oh, yeah. I feel like especially because it was like legitimate like paper like newspapers like the New York Times yeah, or the Morning yeah, Call yeah. it was like it's I know perfect. plenty of people get that reference but so many people especially that read the paper Damn, have no, no idea. idea about this reference and that is great <laughs> I was dying I was like and Ava and Sheena know South Park yeah. and of course Jess we were there I was like look this is South Park you guys gotta blame Canada you remember the movie blame Canada ha, ha, blame are you Canada. talking about the picture that I posted with me with the can of Febreze no but it was you said that, and then oh, when okay. I was at Wawa, the headline I, was on the front page. Like headline news, and like, okay. but like in legit can. newspapers, like yeah, the, was like, like the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times. When that like, smoke shit was going on, I took a, I just, I, the, the thought came to my head. First. The thought came to my head. I'm gonna go outside, put my shirt up over my nose with a can of Febreze, and be like, "Don't worry, guys, I got this." It's a hashtag blame Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah I great. saw that first, that and I was rolling. <laughs> and then the next morning, I saw it on the paper. You want the dad? Of course, I, I was outside, and uh, I, I, I. My sister had like my sister had a, a furniture delivery that day that I had to like bring inside, so I had to be outside. And I look up and the sky is orange, and I was like, I probably shouldn't be out here breathing anything. And, it looked uh, like like being on the surface of Mars yes. in certain places. Jess had been complaining about headaches for days, and some other people were too. And then we're we're noticing we're like, oh, is it the smoke? And then we're talking about it, and I'm like, it wait, is. my kids are with my mother, and my mother is so one of those people who does not listen to that, does not. <laughs> 
completely does not care. Right. And I'm like, oh, and their lungs are small and they'd be running. And I'm like, oh, I hope they're not outside. Right then, me and Jess go on TikTok and my daughter Ava likes to make TikToks every five minutes. So there's one TikTok of them at the zoo. There's another TikTok of them on the swing. All outside. There's another TikTok on the pool. I call my mom and go, Mom, the kids aren't outside playing, are they? Oh, no, no, kids, come inside. I told you that. No, I wouldn't let them go outside. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm looking at this TikTok. I'm like, mm, apparently. It's okay. Jesus will protect they've them. They've been Jesus. outside. Jesus will save their lives. All goddamn day. We'll just pray for Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, I kind of have some Jesus, evidence. Jesus has, has their backs. Jesus got this. Jesus got this. Jesus got this. I got this with the can of Yeah. One 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 bottle of Febreze and not even a face mask, like just your shirt over your nose. <laughs> don't worry, I got this. We're good. PA, don't worry. Sean's on it. Same thing. I'm loving. I'm loving seeing these people wearing masks again. Yeah, yeah I wasn't hilarious. doing that. I was just staying inside. I was. I was joking. Yeah. But yeah. No, no I was. I was. Masks? I saw but I was. Yeah. People, people wear masks. I was legitimately outside for like. An hour and a half. It doesn't do anything. I can't believe it, dude. The thing that drove me crazy the whole time was I could remember learning in like fifth grade about the Black Plague and about the plague mask and how they used to put flowers in there and the song Ring Around the Rosie. And my teacher is telling us in like fifth grade, how dumb are they? They really thought putting a piece of thing in front of their mouth could stop the air from transmitting germs. It was like, look how stupid these people were. And then what are we doing? Fucking, oh, but we're not. 600 years later, yeah. yeah. Fucking, fucking. Let's play the showcase showdown before. Yeah, yeah, because I have to make a drink and I got to. We're going to play, uh, yes, for Tom and Victoria. And uh, so it was also Tom and Victoria when Mike dropped you off that time. We're going to, uh, oh, we're going to say it after the track. We got a funny story coming. Let's get to the showcase showdown. Let's go to jail on Pogo.
out with two from the Showcase Showdown. Now, uh, I know Joe, who is, you know, singing in the spiky tops. And FYI, we've now decided, now that Joe is actually going to play bass, we're both going to sing. Yeah, I was telling Colin that. I was telling... Uh I was telling him that uh, we made a, a, a slight lineup change where Joe's going to play bass, and I said Andrew moved to rhythm. And he's like, oh. Well, so I, I did on the first recording, too. I well, just know the dubs. But now you're playing guitar strictly, and you're not playing bass. bass yeah. um, he was like, oh, so you're singing now? I was like, how the hell did you come up with that? <laughs> like, where did, you, yeah. where did you make the connection there that, no, no, I'm not singing. Why would I be singing? He's like, oh. For some reason, when you said rhythm, I automatically thought drums, and meant you thought you meant that Andrew was going to play drums and you were going to sing. And I was like, no, See, no. As of now, we have like five songs and two half songs. And when we were re rehearsing last weekend, Joe was like, let me either concentrate on the bass line or the words. And I was like, okay. And as we were doing the one, I was like, I'll sing it to keep us in time. And I just kept singing it and singing it. And I was like, wait, I was like, Hold on. I was like, why don't I just sing this one? And it was the drinking song on top of that, yeah. and that's like kind of personal anyway. Right. And I feel like like the song Let's Go Pogo is perfect for Joe's voice. Right. And I feel like like the two songs I'm singing, they don't fit Joe's voice as well. Right. So it seems like most of the songs I write, I'll sing. But like Drunk and Horny, for example, I wrote that, but Joe's going to sing that. Because even if I still feel like... Even though I even if you feel one. like you're drunk and horny, yeah. you're gonna let him. I'm just gonna start rubbing up. Also, gonna... what it is is it's hard as fuck to sing that one in play. So I was like, have fun, my man. Wow, but, um, wow. And, and yeah. also because what what ended up happening was it was like it turned into me having three songs and him having one. So it was like, well, you take drunk and horny, and also. Um, so he threw him a bone. Yeah, he threw him a bone. A drunken. We gotta write a we gotta write a song. I can sing. Well, you, oh yeah. Well, you, and then she, Andrew's like, oh, she, shit. she wrote a. Um, it's totally awesome. It's perfect for this, like a complete like chanty anthem song for Spiky Tops. And uh, well, I don't totally, tell everybody yet. I have a little bit of mystery. I, I totally came up with like the I. It was a total Sean riff. I was like, oh, this song's right up Sean's alley. And I was like, this is exactly what he would like. I was just sitting there like, oh, it would be perfect like this. And both parts, as soon as, not that it's complicated, Renee sang the chorus one time, the, the verse one time, and I had it. And then when she sang the other part, I, I played it one way, and it was like, that was good. And all I did was I reversed the two middle notes, and then it was yeah. boom, perfect. And it was like, up, we, we, we got another one. Because I, I, said, I said, Andrew, one. I said, this one is... Joe will sing that I one. I said, it's going to be uh, a theme or song. I said, but it's, I said, but it's a... No, no, I am not. Yeah, that. I'm definitely that's not. not. That's, that's not the one. Song. Yeah, that's I a Joe that song. song with Joe. Um, but it's... Uh, I was like, this is... I said, this is going to be Sean's favorite song. Because yeah. this is going to be like... The the like Japanese pogo punk it was, song yeah. like it was I, complete I, like yeah I was like and, right and, it, and that's how I I'm hearing it in my head is what, like like the lyric because I only had lyrics so I was like I'm gonna sing it to you and you were like I got, I have music for that and I was like all right oh and I pulled that out of from the hit yeah I could just yeah. tell by you singing yeah. it because it was you just gave it a little bit of melody when you sang it and yeah. it was like melody and not that much I was like I picked that out in a second and I was like up oh, and it's perfect and it's yeah. like the best. Songs and I don't mean like technically proficient, not like jazz. No, the best ones are the ones the that come catch, quick. Yeah, the catchiest and the ones you the, oh Mickey's and Blitzkrieg Bob things like that. Yeah, it's 
everything is playing the melody and that's why it's catchy and that's why you can hear it and then like even if you think of like think of like um what's it teen spirit by nirvana right it's the most basic riff in the verse dude literally plays two notes and then he does the solo and what he actually plays not at all complicated i literally learned that in a day the first time i tried but it's iconic because he plays the melody completely and perfectly yeah. and it totally sounds like the guitar is singing the words just like Twisted Sister in We're Not Gonna Take It when they do the solos you hear the guitars going we're not gonna take it like the guitars sound just like I it. know what you mean that's the melody I, I and that's that's what makes people's head bobs and go oh yeah I like this you know what I mean like that's that's your basic so rock. next song grindcore yeah, we are actually going to play some unsubs. Now, um, uh, the new unsubs record is officially record. Uh, is officially record. Is officially out. I fucking saw it. It looks fucking great. Looks great. I wish my fucking record looked like that. And it's like this yellowish orange. It looks But it's just a great. single color. It's, but it also got some bent in there. Where, where is it's that not getting just a single, Oh, I wish my record What is that getting released? Bitches. He has ready. I don't know. He's mailing them out. I don't know if he did a pre order, but he has everything. He sent me the pictures. He said it's out. But I don't know to what capacity. Joe literally, he has that record in plenty, or the other records at least, in plenty of stores. But the way, it don't get more DIY than this. Joe literally goes on record store tours. You know? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he did. And he did that with their with their last. He'll release start too, up I think. north, work his way down the whole coast, see everybody he knows in Delaware, and go to a Delaware shop. See everybody he knows in Philly, go to Philly, then come over here, and that's how he delivers the records. And like, it does not get more. Punk rock than Joe. I'm Joe, sorry, Joe, Joe drove up. Real punk rocker. Joe drove up. Punk rocker. Joe. Listen, Joe drove up from Roanoke to, to practice and drove back home. In this attic. He didn't Joe. even go to the show that was bad. I thought he was coming up for the show. I, the, I, I know. Me too. too. That's. I felt bad. He I was like, Holy Joe shit. is also a hardworking American. He is also a hardworking American. A bit of an inside joke if you haven't picked up on this yet. Hardworking American. Uh -huh. Damn glad to meet you. But but no one's as hardworking as Andrew Bedlam. <laughs> Absolutely no one. Did you want me to tell the Showcase Showdown story? That, yes. But I think I've oh, told it real before. Real quick, Renee, before you talk about the Showcase Showdown, have okay. you ever heard of a band then we're called playing the, the Torps? Yes. They have a split with Showcase Showdown that yes. I have on an 8-inch record. Oh, wow. Hey, there's got to be handcuffed. Never heard of that in my life. It is a weird... It is It is smaller than a 10-inch. Like, you can see, I have a 10-inch. Oh, is 8 smaller than 10? Yeah. Really? It's, wow. Yeah. It's, Are you sure? I have it next to my 7 inches and in between a 10-inch that I have. You needed to double check. <laughs> and uh, it's so weird because it's just... A little bit taller than just a little bit, a little bit bigger. That's what she said. <laughs> it's like but when me and Sean stand next to each other with our pants down. It's a little <laughs> bit bigger than seven inches. A little bit bigger. It's just a little. It's one louder. One one R amps go louder. to eleven. <laughs> I feel I like I watched I've that with the kids the other uh, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I feel like I've told that showcase showdown story. Well, though. you could give the, uh, the 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 fun. We me, we went up. I gotta run and get water. Yeah, me 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 Mike and Johnny went up. Up and uh, um, blanks were playing. Blanks were playing in Salem, Massachusetts, and it was the winter time, and it was like 100 degrees below zero. It was awful. Um, the, the the weather was awful. But so we went. Me, Mike, and Johnny went up the night before and stayed at Tom and Victoria's house. And I drove, 
and Mike gave me the address, right? So I type into my GPS, and we're driving the whole way with this one address typed into my GPS. So we get there, and we pull up front, and we look at the house, and Mike's like, yeah, this is the house. This is the house. They live on the corner, remember? And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, I've been there one time, one time. So me and Johnny, Mike is standing at the car, like, taking the shit out that we're going to bring inside because we're staying there for two nights, right? So he's unpacking, and me and Johnny start carrying in, like, our backpacks and, like, you know, uh, other shit that we that we brought and uh, we walk into the house and I'm like oh look the cat the cat because they have some cats I'm like oh look there's one of the cats and so the key to this story is that their daughters were, were were playing in a basketball game or something and they weren't home and they told us they weren't going to be home when we got there but to you know they're leaving the back door open and go in and make yourselves at home and all that and blah, blah 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 and they'll be home within like an hour of us getting there so we, the back door's open, and me and Johnny just walk into this house, <laughs> and not expecting to see anybody. And this guy comes up from like a basement or something, and he looks at us and he's like, "What are you doing?" And we're like, "Oh, who are you? Are you friends with Tom and Victoria?" And he's like, "Who?" And he's like, "What are you doing?" And we're like, "Oh my god, oh my god." And we're like, "Because I'm going, I'm going. No, no, it's okay. We're friends with Tom and Victoria. We could be here." And he's like. Get out of my house! Like, what are you doing to my... We go outside, and we're like, Mike, this is the wrong house. And Mike's like, what are you talking about? So he calls Victoria, and he goes, oh, it is the wrong house. We have to go down the street. And it was literally, like, almost catty-corner to where Tom and Victoria live. But the funny part is, is this guy, whose house we invaded, had just moved to the neighborhood. So he had, like, like a couple days before, like, he had no fucking clue who Tom and Victoria were. He had no idea who the skin, Asian skinhead and punk chick were, who were, like, just coming into his house, like, hey, how are you doing? We, like, we own it. And uh, it was very, very funny. Now, a couple months later, fla flash forward a couple months later, and Tom and Victoria um, make friends with the guy, because it's hysterical. He has, he had a, uh, a ring doorbell. He got the whole thing on tape. He got the whole thing on fucking tape. That needs to be I would, sent to I me. would love it to was, see that video. It was, yeah. um, I, they, they, Tom did email it to it. I'll have him email it again, because I, I don't know where it is in my email, but... Um, You're lucky people get shot for that That's what I said. Now. I said, if we were... Like three times in I one said, week. if we were down south, I said, if this was Florida, we'd be dead. That happened, like, three times in one week, though. The, the, like, uh, it was the, the week of Abe's Bar Mitzvah. Well... Because I remember the kids were playing basketball, yeah. and the, the ball kept on going in the neighbor's yard. And you're like, you're gonna and get I was shot. just thinking how insane it was. That was literally it. It was, like, some nine-year-old girl, yep. like, Ava yep. and she and his Let Abe, me go in the backyard and get it. Yeah, kaboom. Yep. yep. I know. And then I it was to the other two where people turned around in their drive. Way, as like soon as as soon as I, I we got back into the car to just drive like a hundred feet to, to their actual house. At Tom and Victoria. Yeah, I was I was like I said, guys, if we were down south, we would have been shot. <laughs> now we were talking about the new unsubs record, and um, I do not know the track listing. I I don't know if it's on the new album because what it is, I, I'm pretty sure it's on that 10 inch that I have, which is oh, I shouldn't say this into the mic, but I've been thinking 
that's what I was going to say when we hit record. We should do a 10-inch instead of a 7. We're going to have a bunch of songs, but we should do a 10-inch. We're not going to have enough for but, a 10-inch. Uh, oh, we'll have enough. No, we're going to We'll have enough. Not we'll down. Enough. Not to record. In but, uh, not in one but, day. Uh, so this comes off the 10-inch, but they, I think, maybe, but they also have a video regardless. I highly recommend Andrew just wants out. to be able to say, here's my 10-inch. That's mean, all he no, wants to be able to say. Funny story. I know I've said it on Is here before, and it's crazy because we were listening to Aerosmith all afternoon. Me and my daughter and Jess, Ava was there, but um, Ava was there. Well, not she. Me, right? my daughter, daughter. Okay. Okay. You're but right. yo, swear to God, right? Loved the song, hand to God. No idea about the double entendre. You know what I mean? Because it is Which a double song? entendre. Which song? Well, the song oh. Big Ten Inch. Oh. Because okay. it's me and my Big Ten yeah, Inch record of a band that plays the blues. I literally, it was just my favorite song. I used to, my mom worked at a bar and my dad lived on top of a separate bar. I grew up in bars. I used to walk home from school and do my homework at the table. I'd be walking and I can remember being like six years old and just walking in, me and my big 10 inch. And, and you still sing it to this day. Would bust that? out laughing and I just loved the song. I had no idea, idea why. And I knew they all thought it was funny and I legit loved the song. And uh, yeah, but that hadn't even crossed my mind. What did cross my mind, I would still like to do this one day. It would have been a good idea for something with one side it. Back before Bedlam was Bedlam Punks. When we were Bedlam Punks, it was like more of a rock and roll thing when we were just bedlam it was heavier and uh i had this one song called fury and i always wanted to do a seven inch called seven inches of fury because that, that's a great little double i think it's so good especially with a track fury seven inch yeah. fury fucking perfect yeah. but joe's record is out hit up joe and get it i i Poor joe. joe's like god damn it it's not out yet well, no, it's funny though well he, ah. he said it's out but it's funny because like i'll feel bad i'll like want to promote something for joe and i'll give it this good sales pitch and then i'll be like but i don't know where you can i don't get know it. where you get and it and i'll hit him up and he'll be like oh yeah i don't i don't have a link and i'm like so you have like hundreds of like a thing you're selling but well because like, he drives like, around yeah, selling yeah, them to yeah. people like out of his car like, like i hope that boy we gotta get him a landing yeah, we, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta get, we him, gotta get uh, him a landing he's page. a boomer he's a boomer we but, uh, i don't believe this song is on the new release but they got a video for it go check it out joe i mean if you guys are into diy music maybe you're into diy filmmaking because i mean if you look at it we talk about pogo in the pit which joe made and we look at it from the music perspective but it's really a DIY film and like Joe you know he's one of those guys just like so many of us playing guitar and bass he didn't have any training he just picked up a camera one day and recorded and got better at he it he likes it learned he loves as it, he yeah. went and he makes a lot of little video I don't know why I said he made he made, videos, he, he made a video pills. he made a video of pills for, for, for the blacks see a video for pills we didn't made that. we didn't ask him he said hey can I do a video we're like Sure. He actually made a video for the stabs. It's mad funny. You guys should go see it on YouTube. It's for slut. And uh, he didn't even tell us. None of us are in it. It's hilarious. There's one of Joe's friends who's like a live action person. And he's crying over a Barbie. Like a literal Barbie doll who's supposed to be his girlfriend. That's the slut. And she's just banging like G.I. Joe and the whole <laughs> Behemoth. Yeah, he just like keeps, the real guy just keeps on walking in on Barbie with all these other action figures. And he's just crying. That's great. That's, That's great. Awesome. I didn't even know she was recording. But if you guys also go to our YouTube, you can find this uh, stabs montage, if you will, of our last show in Florida. And uh, what it was, it was uh, the mostly the recordings of Casey Fye and LCJ. They were like in the 
perfect spot of the crowd and they recorded a lot of our set but they were dancing and stuff so they were just getting most of the song that's why I put it up as all one file but it's it's actually not in there for some reason but in the song slut I didn't even because we always would call just the lower class slut yeah you know what I mean and um, I didn't even know she was recording when it gets to the bridge right before we start going she gives good head in bed we'll right. play it after the unsub <laughs> It gets all quiet, and I yelled, this one's for Cunningham. And she was right there. It was all quiet. You could hear her scream. She got it on video. It was perfect. But, uh, yeah, you guys got to check out Joe's videos. He's got a video for this one. Here's the unsubs with Here's to the Loser. This is with their most current lineup as well. The song is for the outcasts The song is for the punks Here's to the losers The lucky ones A tattoo is a bad fodder A great great
right, that was the unsubs right there. I'm seeing an advertisement at the end of this video for the new record. It says coming early 2023. All right. So, you know, United Record well, Pressings was pretty know, fucking it's, late. It's all right. So it it's, came out mid-2023. Well, I am close. happy now that the record's out. People are saying, wow, that was crazy long, but it was still quicker than the other oh, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, I was like, come on, people. Yeah, no, that's that's <laughs> why it's, it's like, well, you know, everybody... You you have to you have to understand that some shit is out of our control, right? As as a band, like once once you once you um, mix it and 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 all that, then it goes to get mastered and pressed. It's out of your. It's out of your control. And I figured it's out in hindsight, and I figured it out while I was explaining it to somebody at work that was like it was a homeowner, and they were like talking about how they paid this half-ass, you know, fix-it man. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, and then. After the la when I paid him the last of it, you know, he didn't come back and fix that piece and that little thing. Because you finished paying him. Exactly. Did and when I got this record, it was like like I was I was like the contact person, but we all it was financed by both bands. Yeah. yeah. So every there was like eight of us. It wasn't all the members. Right. It was like yeah. seven of us or so that all threw in money. Yeah. So the money was in my name. I didn't want to be responsible for it, so I thought I was being responsible, and I paid them in full up front. Oh. And then it dawned on me that every other record they wouldn't get the money released till them till it was done. Yes. Yeah. So they were doing them first because I've also heard, and I'm spilling this all out because they pissed me well, off. Yeah, no, it's I, I seriously had to like start doing legal shit to get yeah. them to even talk to me. Yeah. But they're literally hitting up people that we know making records, telling them to make a record now because there is no line. And it, they can get it in like three months, and uh -huh. that was just it. It was like, yep, it got backed up because of, yeah, of COVID. Yeah, because of COVID. And then we went dead last because yep. we had you paid. paid. Yep. So they and had your money. Yeah. So they didn't care. It's like when we go. When I'm we, trying to be responsible. When we, when we go away, like, oh, it's funny because if, if we go if we go to a different city or whatever, we fly in, whatever, it doesn't matter, and we get paid up front. We all look at each other and go, so can we just leave? Like, uh, can we just <laughs> like they hand us a lot of cash and we're like, well, thanks, but you should probably wait till after we play because who the fuck knows what we're gonna do with this. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm getting so pissed off. I last week, okay, here we go. I gave a shitty promo, and uh, I was telling you guys that I was because mad people were asking me uh, if I would recommend getting a record through these guys. And like I said, I've been fantasizing about having these people make my record since I was in 10th grade. Like, I literally would be on their site. Are they want you CD? That was a CD. Yes. When we were originally pricing it, I was pricing it to be a 7-inch, and I was looking at United for the record and Imprint for the cover. And that's literally what I used. Imprint was great. I highly recommend. Go, go to iloveimprint.com. This is not a commercial. Okay. But go to iloveimprint.com if you guys need record jackets printed up. In or M? M. I M. I M. P R I N T. Highly recommend them. They were great to work with. There was a problem with my order, which is understandable. They fixed it in two seconds, and I got the records quicker than I expected. It's fine that there's a problem, but that's how it's supposed to be taken care of. Yes. And they look absolutely great. I was so thrilled. Chad literally went. Wow, especially because he's seen this piece of shit, yeah. this white one. He, when I gave it to him on his birthday, he took it out, and I could see, because, you know, Chad's in blanks. Yeah. I still, still, still get some ooh. And he took it right, first thing he did was take that jacket out and, like, look at the quality of the jacket. And he stopped me and went, 
this looks great. He went old school as fuck. This is awesome. Like you could tell he was like shocked. And I told like you, perfect. I was like, I was like, pay a little more. Oh, Get it worth. to look good. I yeah. said it's, it's worth it. It's I, worth it. I highly recommend them imprint. But when I was talking shit on United, I was trying to remember who printed our first record. Now, I want you to understand this. The per And I think our first record sounds great. Uh, the person who did the first one... These are hand-cut records. They're made on a lathe. They don't get more DIY than that, but this is not something that is mastered. It is a slightly lower sound quality, but it sounds great. It's just more like, think about it. You know how vinyl records sound clearer now than they did in the 70s? Yes. You know what I mean? This just sounds more like a record in the 70s. Yeah. You know what I mean? It sounds great. It. He, I don't know how big of an order he takes on because he only... Puts like a price and 100, like a hundred, yeah. But I would imagine he would make you more. I tried to plug him last week and I couldn't think of it. But I would think if you're I doing got, something like yeah. that, and you would do a very a small run of it anyway. I've made a mistake in the past and said he was in Moose Knuckle. But I don't he's think not anyone in Moose Knuckle, but he's like from but, that area. But I don't think anyone is going to order a hand cut record and want like. Three million of them. Well, you know I what I mean? Yeah, like, but people will want like 150, uh, you know. Well, yeah, but know. I mean, it's not like. But so anyway, you hit him up and like he does. I know he at least will do 100. And the turnaround time was great, dude. And he ended up like I, I only ordered like 50 records and he ended up giving me like 54 or something. That's why right. if you guys like I got one of the special ones. There's a couple floating out there because every one of them is hand numbered. The uh, the the Paris Parasitics one, I only numbered like the first 50, but these, there was supposed to only be 50. And with the extras, we, so they're like numbered one of 50. The extras were numbered 51 of 50, 52 of 50 with like stars on them. Yeah. So there's a couple of those floating around. I have, actually I have 26 in my hand, but I know I have 51 over there. But the, if you guys want to get them DIY, made from a real punk rock dude who does good work with good turnaround, he's out of Tennessee, I guess, which I, I am all over the place. It is funky, not freaky. I was saying freaky. It is funkyfrankenstein.com. So go there, and then like even when you go on the site, I, like I said, I was nervous at first because I nobody had recommended this. I just found it on the internet. I didn't know at the time that the dude was like a punk rocker. And How did you hear about hand cut record? Because I didn't even know that was a thing. But that's funny that you didn't know that was a thing because some of your records are hand cut. Which ones? I uh, well the five inch for sure. I know that. Okay, for sure. that well. All right. Pretty yeah. much. I'm. I don't quote me, but from what I've been led to believe from Tim, I pretty much think anything you guys did on headache. Oh, okay. I, I don't. I don't. Which would be the early seven inches, right? Well, yeah, but we we had test pressings. I feel like. Well, Tim told me. That then trust him. Tim's memory is much but better than mine. Also, what I'm saying is maybe, may, like maybe some of them you got pressed and it was the five inch that was hand cut. But I know for right, a 100 percent right. fact okay. that Tim personally cut them. So who? So yeah, we're, we're I'm hold on. Freaky Frankenstein, funky. FunkyFrankenstein.com, and like I said, I was nervous because there's it doesn't seem very professional on the site. It's like, ooh, is this legit? There's also not like a thing where you click order. It's like you got to email them. I was mad nervous, but I did it, and I even told him I needed like a faster time because we had like a release date and everything. He gave me a faster turnaround time, didn't charge me extra 
It was perfect. Gave me the poly bags for free. Highly recommend them. Like I said, it seems like, ooh, is this legit? Totally legit. Couldn't recommend it more. Now, nerding out a little, let me tell the story brokenly as I was told it, and then you can fill in the gaps. Now, I probably won't be able to fill Headache in the gaps, Records, I just knew Headache because of the Wretched Ones, and you guys, it would be on the back. I did not know, according to Tim and Harpo, that um, it was somebody from the, the Wretched Ones that was... Uh, yeah, was, Armin, the singer. It was the same, but yeah. wasn't it, was it, was it, I heard it was two of them. Was it also the dude who was the guitar tech? I imagine the guitar player. BT, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if his money, I, I don't know what his role was. Because um, I, I was, I, because I, it wasn't Armin, the, the name Pit. that. Yeah, armpit, that, that armpit. They used to I, armpit. Well, because like if like I never like I listened to the Wretched Ones when I was a kid and loved them, but like I never hung out with them. The only dude that I actually know the name is Armin. Yeah. And I remember Tim telling me the story, and the name wasn't Armin; it was right. another one. Pit. But he, because I had the five inch, and I was like, Tim, I literally never even heard of one of these. And I said, you guys were the first one I ever saw. And I said, since then, I've seen a Dropkick Murphys one. And I saw there was There's one Live on the Five. There's Live on a Five. That series of them. Oh, I didn't even know that. There's is a Live. It's called. Is this part of? No. No, that's no, no, a separate no, 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 no. series. We, I think, I don't know. I don't know if our Five Inch. There, there was one or two other Five Inches that came out. Not and by you. No, that, you that yeah, the other bands. When we suggested it, because we were like, and and it's like, you didn't see them a lot, and people were like, pe some people couldn't even play them on the record player because mm -hmm. they had when you, you yeah you had to yeah so you had to put a seven inch under it and play it that oh, way genius so it would nice. center yeah, yeah it was it was really weird so and not every turntable but there there were there were a few and people were like I can't even play this fucking record and if, if you think about it a CD is five inches yes so when I was talking to Tim about it he was like you know like ah oh, I hand cut those in so and so's garage and probably, probably and I was yeah. like who's so and so and he was like from the wretched ones they ran the headache and I was like Oh, like I knew Armin did, but I didn't even know. And the only reason why I knew Armin did, I didn't know this as a kid, when I, how did I meet Harpo? I think it was through Mike, technically. I don't remember. I know Harpo had started hearing Pogo, and it was someone like Mike or somebody who introduced me to them, and then me and Cuttingham started hanging out there. Because they were close. And they, they weren't too far. Yeah. In comparison to us, they yeah. are like 35 minutes. Well, but yeah, but... Like, compared yeah, to everyone yeah. else, yeah. And um, we would go there, and we would, like, just sit with Harpo and Terry for, like, you know, like, imagine, like, what we would do at 3 a.m. drinking, but yeah. they were on more of an old person schedule, <laughs> and it was more like... <laughs> 3, 3 in the afternoon. Yeah, yes, yeah, we both went the there, more yeah. of a supper yeah. type thing, as Terry... And early bird, early bird. Definitely using the term supper, you know what I mean? Early bird and supper. And it was great at the time because they had, what was it technically? Uh, technically, it was like a location, Terry and Harpo, real sad. They, they, it was like a long time dream of theirs to have this food truck and like Terry was really behind the food and Harpo was a welder and he was building it all. Like it was both their blood, sweat and tears. And then they finally did it and Terry could cook her ass off and they were doing all these great community events like it was mostly they were showing they were supposed to be a food truck and they were doing other farmers fairs and stuff but they were at plenty of our shows and then they got this like storefront where like 
they would only be like maybe open on the weekends. It was more for them to work for the at. kitchen. For the yeah. kitchen. Yeah, but what they would do on the weekends, certain times, like they would have like art shows and yeah. like hang it, and then they'd have free food. And it was funny because you think of especially like the Blondie cover. Uh, what is it? Dreaming. Dreamin'? Yeah. You think of Harpo's voice. Yeah. Dreaming. And um, the first time my daughter met him, Harpo was great with the kids. He's there. We're at one of these art things, and there's mad fruit, and he's playing with them and coloring with chalk and chasing them. And my kids were eating strawberries. That's one of the main things they were eating. So anytime I'd say Harpo, I'd be like, oh, Harpo's coming over. They'd be who? And they'd, Ava would go, oh, the strawberry man. Strawberry was, man. That was, Aww. Ava did not know him as Harpo strictly. And it's so funny because, like, you know, just that voice. Like, the same thing with mm -hmm. Dreamin'. And Harpo was just, like, the sweetest. Yeah. And then I, on top of that, with, like, the little kids, yeah. like, it was, yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. perfect. But he would sit there, and he was... I I didn't actually, did you even know this? Uh, that um, Armin was originally in Niblick. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the way, and I could see me phrasing it this way, very diplomatically, uh, Harpo went, yeah, but it didn't last long because me and him, we're we're a lot alike, <laughs> and we couldn't fit on the same. But it was Flashing great, though, ahead, yeah. because Harpo says one, like, I didn't know that, like, I knew Wretched Ones from the gate because they were on the pogo attack, so right. I had been listening to them from high school. Niblick wasn't. Right. I came across Niblick on, like, um, actually a, uh, a random CD comp that was being given out at CBGB's okay. when I was paying one time, and I started coming across them like that, but I had no idea that um, Niblick predates the Wretched Ones. The Wretched Ones were recording earlier, but Harpo actually, and this comes from Harpo's mouth, I might get the year wrong, but I think it was like 87 or so, Harpo started Niblick, it was the year he got out of the Navy. And it was actually, he didn't care about recording and stuff, it was actually Armin that was pushing him to record. And I thought it was actually really like a nice story with the fact that Armin's was like the original bass player and left the band and then even after the band Harpo says the only reason they recorded it was because Armin was pushing them to for years and Armin leaves the band and is still like well they were all friends we, everybody hung out together yeah, everybody that's, yeah everybody that's, was friends that's yeah. a good yeah. thing and like so I I was like oh so what so how did you guys get hooked up with Headache and he was like well that was Armin yeah. and it was actually funny because you hear, especially like with rappers and stuff, like NWA and uh, Ice Cube not making any money off the NWA stuff. It's funny because their full-length album, the Niblick one, was on TKO. You know, that's a that's a big record. And Harpo was like, "Yeah, it was fun working with." Um, Armin, you know, I actually got paid yeah, yeah. because, you know, if you, you could just go to his house and be like, hey, buddy. And I was like, oh, well, what, what happened with TKO? He goes, we, we never got that. You get money. Yeah. He go, I go, oh, he goes, yeah, we should have. He goes, but they're in California. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, it was I ain't going to California to knock on their door. And you know what's crazy? And this was SOS. Maybe it's those three-letter acronym labels. Mike Blanks, unrelated, but same story. They didn't even tell Mike, Tim, and Chad when the Stabs album came out. Like, they sent it and said, this is ready. It's finished, and the band sent it in. They didn't even know it was out when it came out. And he said the same thing with the full length, the nibble I can't think of what it's called, but the green album, right. the CD. 
they didn't even know it was out. T TKO just like stopped responding. Like you know what I mean? Fucking ridiculous. It happens. It happens. And all it the sucks time. too because TKO, I would when I was a kid and I vaguely cared about things like terms like selling out. It was like you could be like, oh well, see TKO's that label where you're. Big, but you're still underground. But you're still poor. Like, yeah, no, not still poor, yeah. but you're still poor, dude. Those TKO bands, and they're poor. Have bands. They could, they could be broken up for ten years, play one show, and there's a thousand people. Right. But uh, yes, those were some. That doesn't make you rich. But it's awesome. Who cares about me? <laughs> it's awesome, awesome. Yeah. Um, no. Yes. So let's play some music real quick. Now I wanted to play. We were gonna play "Slept by the Stabs." See, my memory's getting better. There you go. Look at that. that. And then we'll have to play some wretched ones and some niblick. Got a couple things to say. It's funny. The first 25 minutes flew by, and now it's only been an hour. And I thought it was gonna say two. But uh, we're we're gonna. Wow. We're uh, that we're that. It's that you're having that much fun. I, I didn't mean it like that. I thought it was. Good and Sean, Sean piped still, up. I'm you piped up. Too. You piped up. Sean was actually great though because he, he playing like, from Andrew's S22 Ultra. <laughs> Here's slut stabs. That was the Sex, Drugs, and Alcohol Band. Little uh, blank side project. We were just talking about Harpo and Niblick, New Jersey royalty. We're going to get to their cover of Blondie with Dreamin'.
right, that was Nibley Kenbane with Dreamin'. We're gonna, we got plenty more to talk about, but I, I feel like we talked plenty and I gotta catch my breath, so I wanna play some of the bands we were talking about, and now I'm getting to the wretched ones. Talk for me, Renee. I'll talk for you. Hard-working American boy. That's great. That you are, right? right? There you go. There we go. You play working we're man. You should play working sarcastic, man. Fantastic, but it is funny, right? So we went to Cuttingham's. Oh, and we'll talk about this when we come back. We went to Cuttingham and the U.S. Chaos show yeah. and all that, and it was it was funny because uh, I had like two people come up to me and say they really liked my pedal videos, which I totally appreciate, right. and it's awesome because it's really. It's that's just me nerding out, like you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. And uh, but then I'm walking out of the bathroom, and I had already gotten that twice. And somebody goes, uh, uh, I, "I like your videos," and I went, "Oh, the the pedal videos." And they said, "No, your carpentry videos." <laughs> and I had to stop for a second. I was like, Carp I was like, "Oh, you yeah." Mean, you mean the videos where I say how much I hate what I do? I and look at what I had to look at all the bullshit I had to do. I have. Fun. You used to do videos of you like sandblasting. And yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not that I hate. It's more it's more me going. You're venting. You think your job's hard? It's more me flexing. Like it's like a martyr. Look at my ten inches. Like yeah, it's. I'm like, Andrew Bedlam, hardworking American. Like, oh, were you sore when you got home from work today? Yeah, look at this fire hose here. Well, but um, wow. No, but it's because it's it's like what it, I think also what it is is like I'll do. Some of the carpentry videos, but with the stuff I've been doing recently, it's mostly demo, so it makes it look even more, but it's, it's real. It's like, I'll be black, and it's great because it's like there's nothing better, even though I'm like working with family, there's still nothing better than the dudes who own the company walking up to you, being Dang, all filthy. clean, yeah. and you just black head yep. to toe, and them yep. looking at you like... God oh. bless yep, you. Yep, good like, for you. You yep. are the This man. is why we pay you. Yes, yep. exactly. Yep. Because it is the best situation ever. Yep. They're like, we don't care at all. Come, if you want to work three hours, you want to work ten hours, you need two weeks. We're happy you're here. But, um, yeah, so, some, uh, but wait, I, I feel like got sidetracked. Oh, yeah, demo. Didn't get sidetracked. Like breaking stuff, kicking over walls. Yeah, makes yeah, sense. It makes sense. sense. Yeah, kicking over walls. It is. Cause it's it, cathartic. And it was. I'm not gonna lie, right? It was a very. Um, Sean, I've I got big words too, like cathartic. <laughs> it was a very. What word did I use before? I don't what word? Know. What was the word that I, I said in the car? It was. It was a It'll very. Um, like, it was. It was a bad. It was a good reinforcement for a bad behavior, right? Yeah. So this is what happens. I am 18, right? And I'm on my second dope habit, okay? And this is like when, when like the first time it's like real bad, right? But it's just getting there. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like shit. I'm actually gonna get high before work. And I do not recommend this. This is not cool, but I learned from this. Zero stars, but, do not um, recommend. I was like, I was like, when when you're like a junkie, if you it, say say like say you have a an eight bag habit, if you to get like high, if you do three bags, you you won't get all you, high. You're not like sick, you're but you're not sick. And it's almost like you're on coke, like me at least. Because you're not as dopey like, as you normally yes, would be. You're not asleep, and you also don't. But feel you don't sick. feel sick. So you're like running around. I end up do. It's the first time I do drugs before going to work. Right? We're doing a third floor addition. We're building like we're turning a crawl space into a whole third floor. So I am cutting off the entire roof, the roof yeah, and yeah. just leaving. My boss goes, 
have fun. Now, this is like my third job, but my first carpentry job, like my third house though, okay? I had this entire, you can ask my father. I had this entire roof off. Oh, I'm off. asking him. I'm asking. Uh, he'll, he knows the story. I'm going to wake him up. I right had now. this entire roof off before lunchtime. Pete gave me, my boss gave me a raise that day. <laughs> different Pete. Different. Great. Gave me a raise. Great. And I was like, I'm getting high before work Of course day. you are, yeah. That um, won't increase my habit at all. No, no, yeah, no. that's good for me. It's good. <laughs> let's, let's Andrew Bedlam, hardworking American, <laughs> king of wonderful decisions. I do remember <laughs> Black Zach saying one time, he was somebody, it was, somebody was talking shit and they were like. Oh, what? They were like, I can't believe Andrew, like, saying I was, like, a fuck-up. But they were like, but he always has a job. And Zach goes, well, of course he needs money for insurance. I was like, shut the fuck up. I need a job to support my drug habit. You're the same way, you fucking asshole. I have overcome and grown through it. We are Uh going to play a song that is going to get me... I. I hope not, but it's definitely going to get me a Are you going to play ticket. Overtime? No, I'm play playing overtime. Bottles and Cans. You always get me to play that. I like the rocking one. We can All play right. two. We'll play Overtime. Up next, here is Bottles and Cans, The Wretched Ones. Love this song. We are in a twofer mood. Twofer. So we're going to do some overtime. 
which I am not working anytime soon, but I still work my You're ass You're a hard-working American. I work my ass off. Wretched one. That was the Wretched Ones right there. Now, uh, let's take a second and talk about some shows that are coming up. And then we're going to talk about last weekend's show a little. So there are two shows going on next Friday, right? Two shows. One in Philly, one in Jersey. Yep. So you, you take the Philly one. So Philly, Philly is Hostile City at the Fire. Uh, intimidation, Battery March, Klaxon, The Stress, Impact Driver, 15 bucks, 21 and over, 7 p.m. start time. Now, uh, that's more of an oi show, for sure. Now, I'm not sure which one of these I'm going to be at because I did not realize they were the same day. Same day. And I was trying to go to that. You know what? Maybe I can send somebody because Jason from Hostile City is going to have, uh, he, he got 10 records. So if you guys are going to be at that show, uh, hopefully I will get to I them. I think Mike them. and Johnny are going. And uh, yeah, so you can get them off of Jason. And I'll also give you a, a link where you can get them. God damn it, I just lost Ramirez's link now. But also on the same day for you people in Jersey, we got... Um, Poor Man Inc. and Stomp Out Animal Abuse. So that's uh, Mike Ramirez and Jay and Tony. All them mentioned in the thank All yous. All them. 
All the and Jason and Tamar all yes. mentioned in the thank yous. But yeah, Poor Man Inc. Friday, June twenty third. It's oh yeah, I can't. I gotta go to this. It's Mike Ramirez birthday bash, and it's the Parasitics pissed tear gas, laser mines, chemical X, and ticky torture. I believe Mike is in tear gas. I know he's okay. in, um, because Mike was from Despised NJ, right. but uh, he's in Kirkby Kiss. I right. believe he's also tear gas. He's very but, busy. Uh, yeah, definitely. Friday, Did you play them June a couple 23rd. weeks ago, tear gas? So they're, uh, they're real heavy, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think we were promoting another one of Ramirez's show. That's at 7 p.m., $15 at the door. So uh, both these shows, same amount of bands. Same same time. price, yep, same, really yep. just uh, same time, just depending on where you Flip feel a coin. like driving Flip a coin. to. See, now I'm so torn because I was going to bring the records to Jason, but I didn't realize this was Ramirez's birthday, and I didn't say where this was. Uh, this will be at Salty's Bar, which is on Main Street in Lake Como, New Jersey. I guess no idea. It's down, down south. 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 Down, down south. That's the south. Down south. Southerners. So, uh, south Jersey and it's Philly. You no. got, south you Jersey know, is like Jersey fucking far. Yeah, not it's even like, far apart. But, he, but where they are. Yeah, that's more like, beachy. Yeah, that's not like Camden-y at all. But uh, That's not what I meant. <laughs> well, no, but isn't that what's on the other side of Philly? Isn't it Camden right there? I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Don't ask me geography questions. Oh, I was right. I wasn't fucking with you. I was Making I statements. I don't know these you were just insecure. But uh, yeah, while we're mentioning the parasitics, now, now I don't know if I said this with the mics on or mics off. Did I mention that we're trying to do something for Justin that I'm moving? Yeah, you talked about oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now uh, the parasitics are playing. They have the record, so they will be selling it, I imagine. It's not the release party, I don't believe, but uh, they'll have it so you can buy it from them at that show. You should be able to buy it from Jason from Philly, but it would really, really help me out. I would appreciate it, actually, if you went to Spin Me Round Store. Spin Me Round Store. Dot spin com. Me Round Records yeah. Store. Or go well, to no, the it's not oh, records. Oh, you want just it's the, just, oh, it's want Spin the, Me Round Store. A website. Store dot com. And, get the, and get the record, too? Oh, 100%. Yeah, you could go there, but like, you know, like this. If you're gets, in Georgia. Yeah, this get, gets yeah. listened. Jude, I will say, me and Jess, I was, we were, it was, it was a very good feeling when we're writing out, because it was fun. You'd be like, you, we'd be making out the envelopes and be like, oh, well, there's a Chandler, there's, you know what I mean, Mariah. People you know. Yeah. And then you'd be like, oh, I don't know Arizona. who this is. And that, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and it would yeah. be. Michigan, yeah. and then we're getting states. We're like, what's the abbreviation for that state? Like, we don't even know. And I'm like, the podcasts are awesome. Like, it was different. Like, that happened to yeah. blanks, but you guys toured. That's how you guys got things out. Yes. Or yeah. both, even the parasitics. It's not like the, the parasitics the, did most, the first tour like I this think, year. I think the you most I mean? the most disappointing thing is about punk rock is the lack of use. Of the tools that are now available. Well, because I think I think cool. I put that as succinctly as I can. No, 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 no. Just the internet and I was Facebook say the internet. and Instagram. You think it's worse for punk rock? No, I said the thing I'm most disappointed in right now in punk rock it. is the is I the agree. lack of usage 
of the tools that they have now that we didn't have back then. Oh, I agree. But what my point was is that they're too cool to. It's like that's not punk rock. That's and it's also just the fact of like like me. That's I try and break that stigma. This is what no, I no, say. No, no, right? no, 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 no. Like no, Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi, right? They changed producers and they changed sounds, and you could tell they were writing a song where the hook had to come at this time. That is selling out. When the casualties just get more fans. And they still do the same thing. And, of course, the casualty sound has changed. But it's, it ain't nothing you would hear on the radio. It just got heavier. So That is no, not no, selling listen out. To that me. is success. And there's listen, nothing wrong listen with that. Listen to me. So the fact that... And I wish everyone who listens to this... The fact that success. you could... So you, the fact that you could put a band together these days and not even be in the same state... Like the spiky you top. Have, you could have four people in four different states and you could write songs and send videos to one another of them, right? Put together a seven inch, a 10 inch, an eight, whatever you want to do, record it separately. My back hurts. In your bedroom, right? You could record it separately in your bedroom. Put all this shit together. You could not do that when we started. Mm -hmm. the, the, the fact that bands don't really tour that much anymore. The bands you see touring are all, are all old. And it's also, the, but part of the reason is bands can't tour because they get fucked. They, the, the, yeah, the, the, we got fucked too. Yeah. Yeah. You get fucked. Oh, That's oh, what happens. It's even you got. It's like nowadays. It's like you. You like. You guys were capable of touring, at least. It's like nowadays, it, when people don't know your band, half these clubs want you to pay to play. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, we, we, we did that. We paid to play. We had to sell tickets to play. We had, we played CB's audition nights. See, we did all that I'm shit. I'm going to say this, and I've said it on we here did before. All that shit. I don't see... I. I think that's kind of ridiculous. I think when it's it's different. I hear people's sides because this is a way. I know this is going to enrage many people. And you can think your own thing and hear me out. And one side, it never did a pay-to-play show. You would think I would be the dude who was all against it. I was the one who was like, guys, but it's worth it. This is what it is, right, to me, if you ask me. It's like, because first of all, you hear about bands like yours. You hear about the Circle Jerks and Bad Religion. They all had to do that. This is what it comes down to. It should not be a show like that when Bedlam is playing with, you know, um, all these other local bands. You know what I mean? But if, the, like, for example, this show we're going to on Tuesday that the Circle Jerks and the Descendants are playing yeah. on the big stage at the Sherman. Yes. If someone came to me and said, Andrew, you have to sell $50, $10 tickets and you can open this, I would do that in the blink of an eye. That is, that is where it's like, no, there will be thousands of people there. They are going to buy my merch. This is that. But what the problem is, bars do that to bans who literally don't even get it's a draw. Recording. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just we're zoomed okay, out. Right. The numbers are moving. Okay. They do that to bans, and they also, well, this is also the problem. I will agree The bit when people are like, oh, it's not right. One of the It's things not right. I'll tell you. I'll chip in. That is. But it's one. It's a pet. But I'm saying I don't see if it's something like with if there's gonna be thousands of people there. But like when when there's like uh, say not. it was one sided and the parasitics and we're both on the same bill and the shows in Easton. 
that's 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 kind of a pain. Those are the, yeah. those are the clubs that want yeah. you to pay to play because that's those are the shows that aren't going to draw two thousand people. And then it's like me and the parasitics are going to try and sell to the same people. To the same people. Yeah. But it's like so in that situation, say no. But say like I'm dead serious. If they were like Andrew, spiky tops. Ten dollars, fifty tickets. Or, you know, that's five hundred bucks. I was bucks, gonna say, and it's Circle Jerks, and the and it's at this show. Yeah, but it would never be. It would never be the Circle Jerks show. Like it would never be a big show like that. That's not. Well, that's uh, not where you sell tickets to play. What? It's like the local bars because oh. they want a guarantee of money. No, I know when when they when my I'm not gonna say who, but when my friends opened for the Exploited, they had to do that. And one of the problems was this is like Murphy's Law. I don't know if you were there, but you remember the Murphy's Law show at Center One. One, yes. it was yeah. awesome, was it not? It was. There's actually a very old video on my YouTube of me right in the middle of it with I, Jimmy Gestapo. I think jumping. Jagger into Sean's mouth yes. in the middle, yeah. and Jimmy puts on a great show. Now, I knew Murphy's Law when I was a kid, but I wasn't real hardcore into stuff like Murphy's Law and Agnostic Front. When I saw them, man, especially for a band where it's like, oh, you know, I know like seven of your songs, putting on one of the greatest shows, so hyper, so energetic, and Jimmy is just passing out bottles of Jaeger, bottles, and then he'll stop and he'll refuse to play until the bartenders, because I've seen them several times now and he's right. done this every time, until the bartenders bring more booze and he just passes it out all over again <laughs> and dumps it in everybody's mouth and then refuses to play until they bring that more show. booze. But, but there show. was supposed to be another... Murphy's Law One Center Square show and that one went great and I know it was supposed to happen because one side it was being asked to do it and it was something small. I think we had to sell 25 tickets and it was hell no, fuck this show and everybody started protesting. Do you know what happened? Oh, we went to a small club and Murphy's Law played there and we had fun. No the fuck! No, no show happened. No one played. The club isn't there anymore. None of the bands got to get exposure. None of the bands got to sell their shirts. So basically, like, no so, but are Murphy's you, so Law didn't play, and it's like that would have been worth it. I'm sorry, guys. It's one thing if you're a dead center opener, but I like to think that when one side it was going, we were legit enough to put out a record and have people buy it. If you want to be a real band and you really can't find 25 friends, you guys... You guys might want, like, that's because like, it's never, it's really, it's that. FYI, I would never put on a pay to play show. This isn't some, no, like, no, secret no, 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 thing, no. and now we're going to start doing but, that. But, but, but I'm just saying, I can tell weigh you, each situation I, so on its own. It's, it's, it's a situation where if you don't even, so I've never heard of one where they say sell 25 tickets. That's, I th that I, should be achievable for think, any band. I think what Andrew is getting at is that, like, the smaller shows, you might have to pay to or sell tickets to pay to play but in the return it's because that those small venues need those guaranteed attendance whereas the bigger page is, is where the bigger shows you know there's going to be guaranteed attendance and you might not have to do the pay to play no, so, so listen don't so bite listen. off more you could do chew listen, and do a pay listen. to play show with the parasitics in one listen, side listen to me but if it's gba listen to me let me right. let me explain something to you most club owners are douchebags. Yeah, well, I and was the one want, who started this. They Rails. want to rip you off, yes. right? Most of them. Well, because it takes the risk away from the club owner and puts it on you. So we started, when we started touring, we would play 
and we started packing clubs on like a Tuesday night and they'd give us $50. Yeah, that's some bullshit. And we're like, wait a minute. And they're like, well, you don't have a guarantee. Here's your $50. And we're like, motherfucker. So then we start asking for guarantees. Then we're rock star sellouts. But yeah, but on top of that, you did, even though you were rock star sellouts, you did get that guarantee, correct? Eventually, because I know you, you did. Yes, you because we kept touring. It, but what but I'm saying is, is that you would have never got to that point to be able to ask for a guarantee. The kid who just started their garage van can't ask for that guarantee. No, you have to tour That's first and build you the following. You got to put in work. No, no, exactly. Yeah. But that doesn't mean pay to play or sell tickets Hold to on. play. I just want people to rewind real quick. I brought this up and no, I, I said didn't. it was bullshit and you said, well, we had to do it. Like, no, no, and we did it. now you're on the other side like, Andrew, you're no, an asshole. It's I'm, terrible. Wait, wait. But, like, let me tell you how many times we did it. We did it once. <laughs> And we were like, we're never doing this but again. And we didn't lose any money. But we were like, fuck this shit. All I'm saying is, like you said, and I'm saying it's only in certain situations, but bands, and be it gear or whatnot, certain people are just, and all it is, I'm sorry, it's just cliche, and I feel like it's this 16-year-old punk rock thing of, you know what, like, they didn't have all those pedals, and they didn't do this. It's funny, I do, I don't mean to talk shit, I'm not talking shit, but the, uh, somebody who listens to the show, and I like, and they give me mad compliments, they always razzle me about the pedal boards, and they're always like, so Johnny Thunders didn't do this, Johnny Thunders, and it was like, but dude, and don't tell me he didn't. Johnny Thunders, when he wanted a mandolin sound or a flute sound, because that's definitely on the records, he got a mandolin player and a flute player. Yeah, but not, I don't not live. have a fucking mandolin player and a flute player. Have you and met Tim? Like, have you met Tim from the blanks? Because he can probably play. And it's like, guys, mandolin. let's be real. And you know what else? It's hilarious because it's like, dude, Hendrix used every pedal. The Rolling Stones made pedals famous. The Beatles used all the pedals. And then it's like, God forbid you get to the 80s. How did you bring pedals it's into like, this conversation? You mean with the giant rack? You what know, I'm with saying. This whole, How is he not with going the, to? It's right? with this whole, it's not punk rock. You got to play a $100 guitar, and you can not no. know even I never, how to do a bar chord right no. or a power no. chord. No, I never believed And your songs have to no. be about drinking, and you can't be good, and you can't try no, hard, I never and you can't want fans. That's not what I said by said. I don't want to sell tickets you. to shows. I'm not talking about you. I'm going to kick your ass. She keeps making it so personal <laughs> Kick your ass. Kick your ass. But yes, that's all I'm saying. And I do completely like have your values and stand up, but make good decisions. I'm sorry. If you have an opportunity to open the show that we're going to on Tuesday with the descendants and the circle jerks, and you gotta sell 50 tickets, you go do that shit. But there's other ways to do it. But here's also the thing. But no right? one takes advantage First of any of, of all, this shit. For, but this is just what it is. You would come with plenty of merch and this is what you gotta do. Be good and plenty of people are gonna buy a t-shirt. You're gonna sell more t-shirts than you ever have in your can life. I, can and I you're gonna, you a secret And even if merch? you didn't, I bet you they 360 it. I they bet take, you they're they taking take percentages. They take a cut. Yeah. The bigger clubs but, take a cut. But here's my thing. Here's my thing. So if you if you made a thousand dollars and some scumbag pieces of shit that don't deserve a penny of it took thirty percent, how much money do you have? Seven hundred. Seven hundred dollars. And when they asked you and told you this deal and you told them to go fuck themselves and you played nowhere that night, how much money did you make? Zero dollars. And did you play with GBH? 
Yeah. And it, no, because you didn't play it off. I meant the hypothetical story of oh. where you turned down the show because they asked. You didn't play with them. Now all these people don't know your band. Right. It's like, be smart. Don't play at the bar. Pay to play. But I'm sorry, dude. I know Toxic Shock when I was uh, in high school and 21 Rounds both did pay to play for the Exploited and they were both super, super anti it. But it was the Exploited and the place was sold out and it was completely worth it. Just make good decisions. Don't let fucking. It's, it's so cliche, but it's like all these people are all like anti SLC punk and it's like they are that. Like, do you, I feel like so many people, they're, they're like this whole, like, what if I'm, you don't, what if you don't sell your 50 tickets? Well, I, I don't care. I'd make sure you're capable of having the money. I would have the money ready. I've had to do this. I gave Bobby Steele $800 with a line of three people at the door. I've yeah, done I'm not. Things. Well, that's, it's a promoter. That's different. I'm not giving someone $500 of my money. To open for some, I'm just not doing it. So you, it. so but wait, 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 wait. And it's funny because you were the one. I said this negatively, and you were like, "We gotta do it." But anyway, so no, you we did it tell once. Me, we did it once. We were like, was, we're never doing no, it again. but if this, we did it for the UK no, subject. That's what I'm saying. If your 10 inch was coming out tomorrow, like none of the records were back then, your 10 inch was coming out in a week, and you needed $500, and you could sell the tickets. Maybe you won't. Maybe you will. To play the show we're going to on Tuesday. You, you, you know you would do that in a heartbeat. You'd be insane not to. You're going to sell every record you have if you play well and you damn well know it, if it's the right show. So I can tell you that when you play the bigger places, they take a percentage of your merch. Yes. So you're but selling. Wait, hold so on. Wait, but it's not supposed to be about money, and that's what it is. It's like, yes, they're ripping you off, but first of all, as long as you're coming up in the green, so and wait, secondly, wait, 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 you're supposed to be doing wait, this because you wait, love it. wait. Wait. You're wait. supposed to be doing it's it. It's not about money. It's not about money until asshole bastards are making money off of you. Oh, I, Rinde. It's I'm, not about money. I'm we not, never. I feel like you're trying to make me take like have, this corporate stand. But no, 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 no. Everybody does do this and it's the money, the money, the money. But it's like, guys, I thought it was about the passion. Honestly, I'll give you all a free one-sided record. I just want them to sell it spin me round so the next time they buy records, they want it. But it's like, dude, I, the only thing I really want the money for is to make the next one. And it's like, I still end up giving away. That's, I'm just happy they want it. That's and then the way. Like, so are you going to let me speak? It's insane. And that's the way most bands work. You want to be able to sustain it. You know you're not making any money. We I, did not make any money. It's like, guys, maybe but, you don't want to be in a band. But, then, you know? but you also don't want to spend your own money and hemorrhage money and lose money. But here's the thing. I hear you, Renee, because and you're absolutely because right. Other, those, so the club owners, if you put 500 people in, in their club, on a Wednesday night in Texas, right? And they turn around and hand you 50 fucking dollars when they were charging eight, nine bucks at the I door. I never advocated and, for this. And, like, but, I never that's, this. but that's where pay to play comes in. But Renee, I'm and not so advocating for pay to play. It sounds just, like you are. I'm just, it was it fun. I want like people to rewind what happened. It sounds like you are. But I'm just You would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, for the right show, yeah. yeah and I think wrong. the most perfect example was that Murphy's Law show. It's like, especially because the show didn't even happen, Murphy's Law hasn't played since then, and it's like, we'd have been there, and we'd have opened, and it would have been kick ass. And it was literally, Renee, it was literally 25 tickets. And I, this is what happens. I'm like, 
I'll pay it. That's literally like, I'll be the asshole. You know what I mean? And it's like situations. And it's just, I understand you don't want to be ripped off and you don't want to compete. But not every last situation is like that. And I'm not just talking about pay to play. And it shouldn't be that way. But sometimes it might be worth it. And I do think it's funny, though. Everybody talks about the cash, and then it's all sell out and this and that. It's like, I thought, me? No, dude. I would flat out, I would love to be able to go. If it was my first show, I'd love to go in front of a thousand people and play. Like, I would thrive there. Even that never heard of me. Like, it would be like, it's like, I would pay to go to an amusement park. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like in that aspect. Like, I care more. I would love not to be fucked. But we were watching the videos of Woodstock 3 this morning with the girls and the fires. I would basically give my left arm to, well, not my arm because I play bass and guitar. I would basically give my left leg to play one show like that. And it's like, these people say that like this is their life and it's about passion. And that is what it's for me. But it's also, I want to inspire. I want to influence. I want people to appreciate it. I don't need their money. But I do want to hear good job. And it's like, I would, I would literally, to play in front of a crowd like that, even if it only happened once, that would be like a lifetime goal. Like I think of all the money we've sunk into all this gear that I don't even actually need, and it's it's like that money. Like if I really did spend it more responsibly, like do you know what I mean? Like it it could. Uh, Pay to play exists because bands do it. And she brings okay, so I understand that whole like picket right. line thing, but it's still like, dude, if it's a three, I'm telling you, if it's like a three man band type thing, there's a tour and you got the opening spot. I, I, this is how I'm gonna phrase it: if it's if it's the opener and there's a tour and you don't have to compete with your friends and it's like the Punks Unite tour is coming through and it's Monster Squad and the Casualties and LCB and they need an opener. I'm jumping on that. I'm. I don't care about the tickets at all. I'm jumping on so, that. So, so Renee, where I hear what Andrew's saying. Andrew is saying, depending on the show, pay to play is absolutely 100% worth it. The circumstance. Where, where, the only where, reason where we where did you, it. Where do you? Like, what if what if blanks had the opportunity to play with? I don't know. While they're the, small. The anti nowhere league. Well, back in the 90s, would you have not sold? Tried to sell. 50 tickets the to get show, to, to The show play that we sold tickets them? for was what because we opened for the and UK you got subs. Ripped off. So, so no, you no, we didn't. We sold all our tickets. We did not get but, ripped off. But you got, did you, but was that if, the show that you got paid like 50 bucks for or whatever? No, no, that was just various shows on tour. So it's happened. So you had, so I wait, so, so you had, it sounds Renee's, like you almost Renee's had a better had, experience Renee's than the one pay to play. Renee's just had a bad experience with pay, having to pay to play. No, so she that's had a why good just, experience. She had bad experience with regular shows. She had a good experience with Yep, and I still, I still, and we still went into it. So, so you, but so you still, but you still don't want to do pay to play, right? But, but and why? you got fucked over fifty dollars shows on plenty of people when they made plenty of money and club they owners, didn't. Club owners. and 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 it wasn't pay to play, right? Did you get any money for the UK sub show? I don't. Okay, but I don't remember. It was very early on, and re I feel like you should have. And regardless, even if you didn't, I'm so you definitely I, were selling. You, you guys have been bantering back and forth for a good 15 minutes, and it's I just gotta talk. say, I just gotta say that when it comes to this debate, I'm kind of 
a little bit on the fence, more towards Andrew's side. Like, if the if the Spiky Tops had the chance to play with GBH, like, if, say, and just, the or the and the league, yeah, the say GBH and the league were both playing, and we had to sell, say, we had to sell a hundred tickets. That's a lot. But, That's a lot. But, but would you still? Would you? Would you at least give it a shot? If to we, to if do we it? had the money to in get, the bank. To, to get, I feel like that's kind of pushing it. I'd get nervous. I'd want to say five hundred because if we're small enough, because it's going to be a twenty-five dollar show. You're, yeah, so you're talking about like, twenty-five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's and that's why clubs do it because they're I've like never heard sell a hundred. I've heard sell fifty thirty. And I've I, heard this is why I'm a little bit on the fence because I also hear what Renee is saying because, that's why I said the because she's saying I would say no to that. she's saying club owners are douchebags, and I totally believe that because. Why wouldn't they be? This they're is why they're trying to take the risk off themselves, and they're trying. Can I, to I gotta tell you something? Though, can I tell you something? They can. One question. Also, this one time when it was fifty tickets, and I have no idea why this is a bad deal. It was fifty tickets, but you only need it to give them three fifty, which meant if you sold out, you, you made one hundred and fifty. Right. It's like guys, like geez, for working class, you really scared you to work for this. You have to understand that this, this is why this is now. Like it doesn't sound like you're getting completely fucked. This it is just why sounds like you got to work a little. This it's is okay. This so is, let's this say, is why there's package tours now. So let's say let's say we had to sell Spiky Tops had to sell fifty tickets to play with the G GBH in the league. Fifty tickets at ten dollars. Yeah, I'm doing it. Right. It's, it's not going to be ten dollars. It's going to be twenty five dollars between the four of us. If we call we it sell 20. 50 tickets. If we call, yeah, we could though. That's just it. And it'd be totally worth it. Yeah. I, ain't, I ain't selling no tickets. It would be totally. Renee right. ain't selling no. See, tickets. this is what would happen, and then what we'd do, I'd be like, okay, we're breaking it into thirds, mm -hmm. and we're buying the tickets, and we're selling. <laughs> oh no, I would chip in. I chip in my share, but I'd be like, you fuckers sell them. I'm not going door to door saying, can you buy a ticket to my show? It's Get like the just like, fuck out now. Of I could understand now if you want to give me the same scenario and say the parasitics are also on the bill and they also have the same ticket deal. Then I'm saying no. Now we're fucked. Now we're competing. Neither You're one. Of of us is anyway. going to make enough money. Yeah. I really only see it working when it's like a good tour coming through and they need the opener and you're the only one doing it. That it's like dude, if you're handed with that opportunity, I'm 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 I don't know why I, like I'm I'm taking that. It's like I would I keep saying I would pay to do it, but I don't even mean like pay to play. I just mean like I'm thinking of it like an amusement park. Like I was watching, I was showing the kids break stuff, Limp Biscuit, and when they're at Woodstock, like if I could have been on that stage with that mo microphone, like I would literally pay like a million dollars to all, do that. Can like, we all agree, do you know what I mean? Like, can we all agree that in a perfect world there would be no such thing as pay to play? Yes, absolutely. I, I agree. In a perfect world, everything would be a goddamn door split. That that's right. that's what it would really. Yeah. 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 If you're in this to make money from either side, whether you're a band or listen, a, a bar owner or a club owner, you ain't gonna make shit. Listen, I mean, you in the if wrong. We, if, if unless we, you're ripping people off as a, as a club it, owner, you ain't if making. If in that perfect world, off the bar, but if what? in that perfect world where it was a door split, and let's say the Spiky Tops played with the league and GBH, and we made. $500. What is that $500 going to anyway? It's going to new merch, recordings, pressing stuff, mm -hmm. equipment, maybe a few beers, gas to get Unless to shows. we're on tour, in which yeah. case I guess we'd yeah. be a little bit more budgety and Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. If we were if we were not touring, if we were just playing the show and we just Then you just split it four ways. Split it four ways and yep. we each made 100. You get a buck 25. Yep. Yeah. There you go. That's usually what 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 it is. So in that perfect world, that's 
that, that split that, door that, that, that's, split that door, keeps you maintaining. That, that, like I said, what you want to do is you want it. You want it to keeps be going back into the band. Yeah, you want it to be self-sustaining. You don't yes. want to be sinking because in the beginning, when you start a band, no matter what, you sink money into it, right? You have to. We had to pay for recording out of our pockets. We had to pay for equipment out of our pockets. We had to pay for gas out of our pockets. We had to play shows for free. Do you know how many free shows we played at the pipeline? Any idea how many days we, how many Thursdays we went on at 2 a.m. to four people? Mm-hmm. And then Mike would jump into the drum set three songs in so that Chad could go back to work at the but gas that's station. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. And those and three people talk about it in the next time. But we sing. never had to sell tickets to play at the pipeline, no matter who was playing. But I, I but those, say, I'm not those, advocating. She's I know. So I, but also, I wouldn't. I'm but the pipeline. I'm not talking pipeline. I'm talking where we're going. I'm talking Stroudsburg. I'm talking, you know what I mean? Misfits. You're not like, getting a show like playing at listen, the Stabler me, Arena. Just like stop. Yeah, I'll sell stop. Because listen, like, listen. You're not getting a show like that unless you know the club owner, the promoter, or someone in the band who specifically requests you. But people do. That's my point. We're, uh, there's people listening to this that are in these situations, and I'm going to keep on thinking, and it's only a halfway, because Murphy's Law is not GBH, and it was only like 30 tickets, so we're talking, but I, I'm thinking things like that. It's like, because I know, and I hear, it, what makes me mad is I remember hearing whispers, and it was like, oh, this could work out, and it was like, but then everybody stomped, and it's like, there is no show now, that's just what it is, you know what I mean, and I feel like it's funny, because we're saying, we don't want to rip bands off, and we don't want to get ripped off, and nobody should get ripped off, and we don't care about money, and nobody should get ripped off, but we're all going to go on YouTube, everybody cares about money, we're all going to go on YouTube, and not buy that demo, and we're going to stream it for free instead. And you're only going to buy the record of that band that you bought every record for, which is on a major label and halfway famous, and you're yes. obsessed with them, and you give them all your money. Yes. But your friend's band that's down the street, you want another you go guest on list. YouTube, and, and you then wanna, you don't even want to hit wanna, life. You don't want to buy their 7-inch, you don't yeah. want to buy their T-shirt. And then you want to complain. And you want in on the guest list. And you want to complain that it's $10, plus, that's what I was going to say. Plus 15, four, God plus forbid. four. Can like, I get me and my, yeah. my four yeah. best friends yeah. in? That's the other thing that's lame, is when people complain about, oh, I can't believe this show is twenty dollars. I can't. Why isn't in. it five dollars? It's why, like, yeah, why is this twenty? Why is this band this this show that's got six bands on it cost twenty dollars? Because it's six fucking bands. That's like, why. There's nothing wrong with boycotting things that need to be boycotted. Like, sure, actual Nazis. Yes, boycott that show. Drummers a rapist for sure. Like, yes, Speaking boycott of which, that I'm glad show. You, I'm glad you said that. I'm just gonna put out a PSA. If you send me your friend request on Facebook, I'm going to screen the shit out of you. I got a friend request from somebody that I didn't know, but he was in a picture with, uh, I'll just say, uh, a, a member of a famous band. And he posted a video of him playing his guitar, and in the background was a fucking flag. You oh know what God. flag I'm talking about. And I was Red like, and oh my one. God. Yeah. Delete. Yeah. Fuck, that, yeah. fuck that guy. I've gotten a couple messages from people. Anyway. Yeah, no, no, I've got a couple messages from people who go, just so you know, I saw this on so-and-so's page. I see you're a mutual friend. Because I accept people based on who I'm, I'm mutual friends with, right? If I have 200 mutual friends with them, I'm assuming they're cool and they like my band. Mm-hmm. And I'm accepting their friend request. If I have two mutual friends with them, I'm like, fuck you. Like, no. You're like yeah. some weirdo who's looking for friends. But I've had people message me going, listen, I see that we have mutual friends with this guy. 
just so you know, he's a fucking rapist. Oh. Or just so you know, he's a fucking Nazi. Like, go look at his page. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. So, <laughs> you know, one more thing, though, doubling back to punk rockers ruining their own scene. For a, another example, like One Center Square, right? It started getting this knack of, fuck One Center Square. The bouncers are asshole. The dude that runs it rips oh, everybody off. People. Yeah, but that, but the problem is with that is that was happening, but the fact was it wasn't one person booking. Anyone could book there, and that was one person everyone was complaining about, but you and me could have booked a show there, and everybody would have said, the asshole is booking it, meaning this other, yeah, and the bouncers are going to be, and it's like, no, that, I'm not no, going to no, say still this had the bouncers. Name. You still would have had the bouncers there. No, but because you're, of the type you're of responsible for your own security, so it wouldn't have been the same bouncers. That's my point. Like when people complain, because it was, it was like, oh, it got taken over by the Croc Rock people. It was like, guys, yeah, because they were the ones paying the bands. But you could rent it on Friday and pay the bands. It wasn't run by one center square. It's just you had a front out. Oh, and by the way, it was expensive as fuck. Of course. It and those assholes were the only people willing to pay for it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's such a catch twenty two. And then it's like, oh, when somebody else goes to throw a show, you talk all this shit. And it's like, no, it's not those people. You don't understand what's going on. And now the club's not even there. It's closed down. It's like, oh, fucking great. Guys, what did the punk rockers accomplish? We shut down the venue in town. Good job, everybody. Clap. We, we shut down the venue in town that the big bands were going to play at and that your band could play out on Tuesdays. And we went to plenty of but shows most, that most were good. We times, shut it. Good job. We complained. It's but most of the there. time, I'll, if, I'll you, take, I'll take some if you... I'll take some of the rap If you paid $25 to go see GBH I'd at One Center Square and you danced and you were floating and you got thrown out a song and a half in, you'd be really fucking pissed but, off. but what my point is, is that wouldn't happen if we were booking the I show. Hear, you're not going to book GBH. You're not going to book the lead. But what I'm saying is, is somebody else. You All right, you're right, I'm wrong. I, you're right, I'm wrong. I hear what Andrew's saying. She's saying, but that Andrew's wouldn't saying. happen is my point. Andrew, how many it, how, do, how many of I my saw fucking the parasitic clubs? I saw the parasitics down. there, it and it, I didn't have a problem. I saw the casualties there, and oh I remember no. being really pissed off at the situation with Renee, the bouncers many, and shit there. How many of these places too? Where and I'm not saying it's good, but how many of these places too were literally owned by people that live in this town? Do you know what I mean? And we're hiring people here, and you know, having people from this town book the shows. Do you know what I mean? It was like this could have been good, and even and I know the behind the, the scenes stuff, and it's like some of it was a little fuckery, but nowhere's near as much fuckery as people imagine, and it's like maybe. Maybe if everyone didn't act like militant assholes, you could have understand that there was a middle ground. Because Renee, th whoever's not... booking this show at the Sherman that has the contacts to get these people, they could call One Center Square, pay them a fee, they I could know. bring their own security and put this show here, and you wouldn't get thrown out a song and a half into it because it wouldn't be those bouncers, but people didn't understand that, and they ruined it for everybody. People wouldn't go there. They didn't make money, and they were already gambling. But so let me, let me ask a question then. If I'm paying... One center square, five thousand dollars for the night. What do I get for my five thousand dollars? You get actually, you get um, everything except security. You get the lights, the sound. Uh, I don't know. Okay, and if I if I'm using my own security, yeah. 
and the speakers go down. Who's paying for that? That's that's the club. That's what it is. You get a you get they they have a sound guy. You have to. That's why it's so much. No, money. no. But I'm you saying have to pay the bartender. You have to. But pay if the I don't if guy. I don't have their security, and someone jumps on stage and takes out oh, a fucking PA speaker, no, they won't give it to or you. Or a monitor. You need, it's con You need to have a security. They need to have security shirts. It's an official. But it's it's up to you. They wouldn't give you the show unless you had your security. That's right. How it works. But you your security like is going to allow people on stage, correct? No. Well, yeah, it's up to you. It's whatever you tell your security. So what I'm saying is if you want cool security, right, and not throwing people out for floating and all of that, and you've already paid the club up front for, you know, however are many thousands of dollars floating? for the room. Are you referring to crowd surfing? Yes. I'm Float me. I I've never I, heard that Are you that just term playing before. devil's advocate tonight? I'm, I'm asking you a question <laughs> about you being is, upset about you being upset about them being renting Renee. renting out the room and you're saying but well, you could bring your own but she's security. Got, she's got some points. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, but, but if things she's get like broken. forcing me to take stances that I don't want to take but then I feel like the way this is being said isn't completely accurate and then it's like... But, but then you said this. And it's, no. no, 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 no. I'm not attacking you. What I'm saying is that it's very difficult to run a club, right? But Renee, so do you think it's good that we don't have? Do you think it's good that this club shut down? Because you, you just, I feel like I'm saying things that we shouldn't have done that would have kept it open, and you're just like but that wouldn't have kept it open. Had to happen. That I, wouldn't have kept it open. But but my point is, so but like so basically, it's it's not worth doing anything or saving. I just feel like that's the point you're making. You're like, well, you know, if you're going to have security, they're either going to throw people out or you're going to need cool security and it's going to get broken, so let's not have a punk show at all. No, like, that's I'm what saying, I feel like. what I'm saying is that you're saying, well, we could, we could, you could, you could pay, the, pay them and rent out the room and all of that, and I'm like, there's other things that go along with it, and so everyone's bitching about their security and stuff, and I, I completely get it. My favorite clubs all went under because they all hemorrhaged money. You know why? Because they treated the bands well. And their friends drank for free. And their friends got into shows for free. And they treated the bands well and they gave them all the door money, which was fantastic if you were a band and every band wanted to play there. And the shows were packed. And you know what? They lost money because it's, it's punk rock. You're trying to treat bands fairly. And... You want to give the bands and you want to support the bands as much money as you possibly can. You know what I mean? This kind of leads to the point of why I think it behooves you to take advantage of every opportunity you have and to stop acting like we're all some top-tier, prima donna, wide receiver who's like, nah, son, I ain't taking 13 million a year. I want 13.5, and I'm sitting out. Because I got kids to feed. It's like, <laughs> it's like, guys. No, no, like, listen, I get, I get you what you're saying. What I'm, being, oh, no, I'm trying to like show, show counterpoints and stuff yeah. as well. But it's like the favorite clubs that we played, for example, and all of that. Brock books one center I know, square, I know, and there was no problems. I know, problems. I know, I know. Do you know what I mean? But, but it, it also was it was also like show. it was also it was like Tuesday way. nights. Yeah, but that was the reason why was because you got a, you get it for way cheaper. Right. That was why. I understand. Mm -hmm. I understand that. But exactly, it's like Brock was doing that. Because and like, again, you're laying out money to do it. Yeah. Oh, because that you're laying out money bands. to do it. That that big fee doesn't pay the bank. That's what I'm saying. No. So you end up hemorrhaging money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's very difficult. Oh, I know. To, and, and that's why clubs do pay to play because they don't want to hemorrhage money. And I understand that. But there's also plenty of shows where they make a gazillion dollars and pay the bands nothing. nothing. Exactly. And that's what I mean. There's got, but see, 
And this is why it's like you got to do your due diligence and just be in the scene. Because, for example, the Jacks, all right? Now, the Jacks was technically the Young Democrats Club. It was a members-only club. You, you know, you would pay dues, and then shots would be 50 cents, and there was a book, okay? And they just speak like Dale was in Nam, okay? Like, he's that old, all right? And he was just into punk, and plenty of people from the Lehigh Valley, like Frank Foe and Johnny, and there's plenty of old heads from this area that all frequented that place, and they were, there was a stage. You gotta play a song soon, because I gotta pee. They were cool enough, they knew, so first of all, their members are supposed to get there for free. They're letting us charge a cover to everyone that walks in the room, including the members, who we gave a dollar off to, you know what I mean? Drink prices go up, they're still okay with it, they still make a ton of money off the bar, and Dale would give you, he would have his people work the door, and he would give you all the money, and you could pay every single band. They wouldn't take a fucking cent. They lived off the bar and the food, and if the bar did real good, they it wasn't like you saw a piece of paper. They just handed you some extra money, yeah. and they ain't got to do that at all. Literally let you keep every dollar. Dale could have lied and said, the club wants 20% and pocket 20%. He would let you keep every dollar. Every dollar. Right. That's what, so it's like, and that place closed, sadly, during COVID. Yes. But it's like, take advantage of what you have. Work hard. Things will be better. Don't just sit there and bitch. Renee brought up good points, but problem solve those points. Work around them. You know what I mean? Look at each situation individually. That's what if my initial... If you're not a capitalist, maybe don't my look initial, at everything like my, a fucking capitalist. My initial point was that I was frustrated with the lack of use of tools available. That yeah, was my I initial know, statement. I know, but then you kind of switched sides. No, you did. But so, <laughs> no, I so said to take advantage of to, every tool. To, 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 fight, 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 like, fight. Like the free tools that are available, social media and all this shit. Like we didn't do shit like this in 1993. Yeah. We 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 went to the ABC No Rio and and brought a handful of demo tapes to sell from and that and put them in our pocket. I literally, I think we I we booked have... our first tour with Maximum Rock and Roll's "Book Your Fucking Life," which was a booklet with names and numbers of every big city in every state that you could call to try and get a show. And you would go through and you would call these people and leave voicemails on their landlines or, or, or write them a letter and say, because sometimes you would just get an address. And you'd say, hey, we're touring in the summer and we want to come by on, a, you know, on Tuesday, July 12th. Can we, can we play? And, and you would, that's how you did it. And you have, there's so much more. Like Facebook Playing could be Andrews just a huge. S22 Ultra. Facebook could be a fucking book your own fucking life, but people don't use it the proper way. People are just too busy posting photos of their grilled cheese. And I'm going to go pee and make a drink. I'm, no, I'm going to turn I'm, this I'm off. Gonna, I'm going to head we're out, guys. Out. Yeah, I'm drenched oh in God. sweat. All right, we're going to play Wild Ew. in the Streets. See you Tuesday, everybody. Bye. Like and share.